Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now on the horn, new theme Thursday. That's when Patrick plays jams that are supposed to give Harge Night clues as to what the new theme of the day is. Harge got it with the first guest. It was uh, the NFL schedule release happening today. So, yeah, the song applies because a lot of people are celebrating, baby. It's a beautiful thing. Same <laughs> uh, yeah, no song, September. I know. September, just went, that's uh, right. Officially, the NFL probably should try to get the rights to this. It would, it would fit really good. But uh, NFL schedule release, that inspired Patrick to play songs and jams that referred to dates, uh, times, days, months, years, whatever it may be. Uh, so, once again, his creativity uh, is the key to a new theme Thursday. You can hit us up on the Specs Exxon, 512 373 uh, That's the number to the Specs text line. Also, you can hit us up via Twitter. Harge at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis. And I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. Yeah, that's the jam right there man that still banks it always that's still that's that just wow i i, I haven't it's been a long time since i've actually jammed that song now i'm gonna be jamming that all week i got a chance to see them <laughs> perform at the, the movie that's right that's they right. were the first ones that they opened were the it up. first ones to play there and how did that jam they go sound, oh my gosh you know everybody in there was singing that song they're a little old though ain't they they are real old <laughs> <laughs> they are real old, uh, but still, brother. Still, all the original members? Uh, no, no, we're not sure. No, no, no. we're no, we are one hundred percent not right. sure. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, they are not all together. No. Oh well, yeah. well, how many do we even have? Majority of the uh, we got. Group? We were missing fire. Yeah, <laughs> we had Earth Wind. <laughs> they had dust and wind in there. That is not funny. It but is the way Zorich said it. Was funny. <laughs> <laughs> we're missing fire. <laughs> we're missing the fire. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, then that jams. They they it does made, still uh, jam. a classic jam, no question. Plenty of them actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, gentlemen, let's get to the NFL schedule leaks that are out there. Uh, for let's start with the Cowboys, and then we'll get to all the ones. So these are these are leaks, and remember these are rumors. So they may not turn out to be true. All right, it may turn out to be wrong, but these are just some of the leaks. And I think the NFL, let's get to the official leaks, actually, then we'll get to the actual rumors and conjecture. Because the NFL actually has released games themselves. That's yep. why I, lo- I love the NFL. They make these unofficial, like, events, these unofficial holidays, basically. Right. And you got to give them props because they're brilliant. They essentially turn their em- administrative tasks and duties and responsibilities into events. 
like that basically the draft is kind of their employee is basically you right. know what I mean? it's kind of right. their their big employee uh, uh fair if you will job fair and they made a big event uh they make the schedule release their their big event the schedule release is essentially kind of a that should be like almost like an internal memo yes uh, you know what I mean? oh man this is your schedule this is where you're at this is where you're gonna play and no the nfl turns it into a huge big event so you got to give them a lot of props for that man they give um, them to shifty you know, they're giving out all, yeah. the, all your, the insiders. Your company gives you your employee schedule for the month or the year, yeah. the annual or the whatever it may be, all right, just for that quarter. That's what the NFL does, and it's a huge <laughs> event exactly. when they release their employee schedule. So either way, their internal processes, their administrative tasks are always a big deal, and the schedule release is one of those. So they are actually now engaging in the schedule release leaks. Um, they had their official schedule release unveiling, and their reveal is going to be on their shows. Uh, NFL Network, I bet, have one, and ESPN is having one. ESPN too. one, I mean ESPN and ESPN two no, are it, having it. I'm like, like so you're going to find any channel it's, that it'll you be want. there. Uh, so that's the official reveal, but the NFL like leaks stuff out because they want to be able to to steal the headlines from all the other sports, and they do a good job of that. So we do know, and this is from uh, the NFL's website. You're going to have Detroit at Kansas City September 7th for the season opener. Yeah. Man, give it up for Detroit. Prime time, baby. Bro, uh, that, yep, Detroit has come a long way. Yeah. That's a long way. Trust, trust me, that guy used to play for Detroit. All right. And that is, that's phenomenal that uh, Dan Campbell and that, that team now has rebuilt the culture where the, believe, the NFL believes that they should be a a, a, a main e- event headlining yep. uh, marquee team in the NFL. Because uh, they put them against the Kansas City Chiefs to open up the season uh, September 7th. And that's at Kansas City. Um, they do have a top five offense, though. This is and, a meeting of two the, top five offenses. And that's the reward for accepting the challenge of hard knocks last year. So they had them on hard knocks last year. And they were like, okay, we're go- you guys were fun. You were entertaining. Let's put you up against the defending uh, Super Bowl champs mm-hmm. in prime time. There you go. Uh, Get that it. opportunity. Uh, ben Johnson, too, their offensive coordinator, he won't be there long. He got a lot of offers uh, to leave. I think this will be probably the last year he's there, so they're going to light it up, too, because I think yep. he's trying to get a head coaching job. Uh, so you got Detroit at Kansas City. I like that matchup. Then you got the uh, September 11th, uh, and this obviously with meaning and significance, mm-hmm. the Bills at the J-E-T-S Jets, 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 the new-look Jets with Aaron Rodgers, um, and that, of course, played on 9-11, which is the anniversary of uh, September 11th. So uh, Monday night football debut there for September 11th between two New York teams. I love it. I love it. The Buffalo Bills, obviously, we've talked about them year in and year out. Where's Josh Allen going to do? Is he going to take another big step? And then you also look at the fact of what um, the Jets are going to look like with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers now in prime time. Obviously, he's been that guy, the reigning MVP, and now he's going to be on the biggest stage with his new team, and everybody's going to be talking about Broadway Joe. Now it's going to be Broadway Aaron. So let's see what Aaron does in the in the spotlight. Uh, yeah, that I mean, they're going to have a ton of primetime games. We talked about it earlier in the show. I mean, the NFL has rolled the dice, and it's not really rolled the dice. It's been a calculated risk when they put a 
uh, a team with a brand new, you know, uh, brand new uh, transition quarterback who's coming in, a veteran like a Tom Brady who came into the Bucks via f- uh, free agency, or a quarter a quarterback who came in via trade like Matthew Stafford. You get a big time franchise quarterback changing teams. They've rolled the dice and put those teams in a ton of primetime games, and it's paid off. Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, uh, and and I think with Russell Wilson, we talked about that didn't pay off with Russell Wilson, <laughs> uh, but I think it will with Aaron Rodgers, and I think that's what they're banking on, too. So expect to see a lot of Aaron Rodgers, and we want to. Right. I think the, the America oh, for wants sure. to see more Aaron Rodgers. Uh, America- and you want to also see Garrett Wilson, that, that that offense with them, with Aaron Rodgers, what they can be, because mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson, rookie of the year, and you got Sauce Gardner on the off, off uh, defensive side. Oh, yeah. This is a team that was built for prime time because of so much star power that they have. I don't disagree with that. I mean, they are in New York City. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, the Dallas Cowboys will be at the San Francisco 49ers. That is October 8th. Uh, there will be a week five contest, and that is Sunday night football, uh, gentlemen. So uh, Cowboys get to play San Fran. They get to uh, try to rev- avenge that playoff loss. Well, they've had back back I mean, playoff losses <laughs> to the 49ers. We and they're even, going back out there. Listen, we don't even know. <laughs> they're going back out there. This is, a, this is actually significant for the um, 49ers. Uh, Shano did say they expect Brock Purdy back by training camp. That's big. But do they expect him to be throwing during that time? He may be back, Mm. but is he going to be able to participate? And think about that. They got Sam Darnold, they got Brock Purdy, and they got Trey Lance. Who would you much rather play? At the quarterback position, no, that's that. That's the right. That is the million dollar question for them. Think about this, because to Pat, to 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 Hard's point about this, right? You got mystery relevant. So literally, the guy that was drafted last mm-hmm. in the draft, mm-hmm. <laughs> Brock Purdy, who had a hell of a season last year, was, but ended up getting hurt. Yep. Do I went back and looked at Trey Lance's uh, just college career and so forth in the NFL? Because uh, you know, I mean, how many pass attempts you think he's thrown since becoming? A quarterback at North Dakota State? I would say 200 at the most. More than that. How many you say, Patrick? More than that? Yeah. More than that? Go with 300. It's, um, it's 420 total. Oof. It was 318 in college. Because um, that one year he didn't they <clears throat> didn't they play like two games three games or something yeah, like that they didn't they didn't play a lot of games so yeah. in five years playing quarterback in college and in pro he's thrown four hundred and twenty passes. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, Ryan Tannehill who at A and M was drafted uh, in the first round uh, and was a wide receiver <laughs> half the time at A and M so was yep. there for four years wide receiver Good athlete. he had seven hundred seventy four pass attempts so just in college. He just has not. I don't yeah. even know what to think of Trey Lance because there's no sample size really right. of him. I, just, I don't even know how the hell they came to the conclusion of drafting that high and traded all that capital for him. Like, how do you come you, with such a you small sample size? How do you say come about to that conclusion? What'd you say about your buddy? He, he, he's a bad picker, man. He, he, he likes bad quarterbacks. Yeah, that's he what you say. He's like he's like he, that friend you have that they always date d bags <laughs> and a holes, and you're like, why are you dating that person? And Shano, he he picks bad quarterbacks. I love the Sam challenge. Darnold, you got, got Sam Darnold me. there now, exactly. And they're talking about Sam Darnold made plays. Like, no, we like him. He's like, of course you like him. You like bad quarterbacks. But I get the Trey Lance. I get the Trey Lance thing. It's like basketball coaches. It's like in college. Love getting a seven footer or six nine guy, six ten guy who's barely played basketball, because they're like you don't know any of the bad 
mistakes. Like you don't have bad tendencies. You are not shooting. We can teach you how to do everything from day one, and you'll do everything right. And at a high now at a high level, and we have all the other intangibles. You're fast enough. You can do all this. So all we have to do is teach you how to do it, and you'll be fine. So I get that concept of the less you played, the more malleable you are because you're not so. stuck in your ways. On the flip of that, that's still that's still five years, even if it's not a lot of passes. That's a lot of practice that you still get a lot of. You you can still drain in all those bad tendencies. You could still have to train, and in the NFL at the quarterback where so much of it is mental, it's a it's a steep grade to be like, hey, be on the sideline, figure out how to read a defense. Oh, by the way, this guy's Micah Parsons. By the way, this is right? Joey Bosa. This is TJ Watt. These guys are going to try and kill you. Right. So <laughs> right. while you're going, you have to do that. Here's some safeties that are just going to pick you off no matter what you're doing. Like These guys are going to come get you. Right. You want to play the best in the world at their profession, and you've only you've thrown less than – 500 passes as a yeah. quarterback at the high level. And so I'm not saying that That's it, the it's, shocking it's bad or good. I'm just yeah. saying, I don't even know how you come to any conclusion at all right. about Trey Lance. He is he is the mystery box from Family Guy. Like he is he is the ultimate mystery box. We have no idea what Trey Lance is. And then you got Sam Darnold and I think we know what Sam Darnold is, but Shano likes bad quarterbacks. Even with all of that, guys. I can fix him. <laughs> he believes it, too. He does, I that, can fix he does him. that voice, too, just like that. Yeah. Uh, third best Super Bowl odds. With all those questions, they lost their OC, DC, no. still got a third best Super Bowl odds. We don't really know who the quarterback's going to be. That that that's the that's the that's the other part of that. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, he doesn't we, know who his quarterback, quarterback is. And if we sit on Brock Purdy, we'll come back. We still are looking at Brock Purdy going like, well, seven games, He's he was really good his rookie season, and expecting him to be a like top-tier, at least Pro Bowl caliber quarterback for an entire season coming off an injury. Yeah. If you're saying that, because you're not saying Trey Lance or Sam Darnold's going to be the guy, you're saying Brock Purdy will be the guy again. I right. think so. I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. Is that and, that, and that's you're hoping that he's that it wasn't just, hey, you know what, we've seen his ceiling already. You're saying we've seen his floor, and his floor was really, really good. Yeah, I, I believe that's what they believe, and I, I think you know if that's the case. Then watch out because now San Francisco can reset, and that's what they're hoping. They're like, no, we're gonna <clears throat> we, we actually gonna reset with Brock Purdy, and then we can trade Trey Lance, get back some of that draft capital, and now we're sitting pretty yes. for another few years. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna go exactly like that, but they've been they've been pretty lucky when it comes to quarterback. Remember the Jimmy G situation? He wasn't even practicing with right, the team. Right, he and was they, on the backfield. Yeah, they were trying to trade him, couldn't trade him, and they ended up they needed him because yep. they ended yep. up yep. Lose, all their quarterbacks got hurt and they ended up with their third, fourth string quarterback in the playoffs. Crazy. Uh, anyway, uh, getting back to it, um, getting back to the games that have been announced by the NFL themselves. The international games also, gentlemen, have been leaked by the NFL. Uh, you got Falcons versus Jags October first. That's in London. All these are in London. Falcons versus Jags October first. Jags. Jags back to back weeks. Gentlemen, in London, uh, overseas. Not going home. Uh, Jags versus Bills, October 8th, and Ravens versus Titans, October 15th. Uh, those That's for London. Germany will get Miami versus Kansas City, November 5th, and Indy versus New England, November 12th. If I am Kansas City, I'm upset that I'm playing Miami overseas. That's good point. Because you think about Arrowhead. You think about mm. the, the, the noise that is there that is cheering for your team, going against a team like Miami who is going to have – hopefully Tua is going to be healthy. 
Hopefully he's going to be able to go out there and play. But you think about the track stars that they have. You think about Mike McDaniel being able to call plays with that team. And now it's not going to be as loud and as rowdy. And you're going across the pond to <laughs> to to play a game against a team that is going to is probably going to be a vital part of your your positioning uh, for playoff position. Oh, talk, you only got one number one seed now. I remember yeah. that. So yeah, the only one top seed. Yeah. So I, I'm, that's a great point because Miami's defense guys, Vic Fangio there yes. now. You got you know I'm a big fan of his. Yep, you got Jalen Ramsey's there yep. now. They upgraded that defense. The offense was fine. Long as Tua stayed healthy, right? You were good on offense. Uh, actually, they added some pieces offensively too. But yeah, that that defense makes the necessary improvements and they become a top ten defense. Right. Yeah, Miami's gonna be something to be reckoned with for they, sure. They're scary for sure. Yeah. And throw in Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill would have been able to play back at 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 home at uh-huh. Arrowhead. Uh, yeah, that's a nice. So story I line. mean, there there's so many different storylines mm-hmm. that when you go across there and you're taking these games international, mm-hmm. the effect of the travel. Number one, number two, are you gonna have to play when you get back? Mm-hmm. There's so many things. I know what he's trying to grow the game. We've already talked about it. It's the most watched drama <laughs> mm-hmm. every single week. Why do we have to continue to go overseas to play? Well, because they're trying to solve one of the great sports mysteries as to why the most popular television product slash sport in America can't become an international sport when every other sport in America pretty much is international. When yeah. you're talking about soccer, where of course the most soccer popular sport sure. in the world. Yeah. You're talking about basketball, baseball. When you're talking about rugby, Hell, you can name the sport and it has an international presence. Hockey. And yet, the most popular sport in America that dominates the television uh, airways, which dominates television ratings, 88, uh, I think the NFL said, of the top 20 uh, most watched programs, 100 watched programs of 2022, were NFL games. They cannot get a real footprint, and they really can't develop any type of fan base overseas. They've been trying it for decades. Remember NFL Europe back in the day, way before? Even I got to leave. They've been trying it forever, and for some reason, I can't really explain it either. I don't really have a theory on it. They cannot get the international community to embrace American football. They don't want it. They don't care about it. Every now and then they get a spectacle of it, but for the most part, they know they can't put a team over there because right now, and they may try it again, but right now all the studies say that it's not really a wise investment for the NFL because they can't generate a community that's going to be faithful and loyal enough to the product like it is in America. So here's, here's where my thought process is on that, and that was, that was great explanation. But the biggest thing for me, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they don't have any international players That's true that are on these teams. If they uh-huh. would get that, I think they can grow it. Because you look at baseball, you got people from all countries playing baseball. You look at basketball, you've got NBA players from different countries is that fair? are playing. Is this fair? There's not a player that comes over. That so gets is it the chicken or the egg? That's chicken or the that's egg, though, saying, right? Yeah. And so that's, thought, that's, that's why they're yeah. trying to go there now <laughs> yeah. is to get young people involved. And then what you're or trying to do— get a developmental league over they, there. Like but you that's, get that's what they're trying to— They do have some yeah. of those. And they're trying yeah. to build up. And so if you go, all right, we're going to try to go to this area this year and play two games or three games here, and then we can get a couple kids. And then because, like, basketball, you can play basketball. You can get a hoop and start shooting yourself. Two kids come over. All right, now you got two teams. Now you can play, and you can play on much smaller areas. Football just a, takes a lot of space. It takes a lot of stuff. But in America, soccer, we all play soccer growing up. Like, it's a thing that people play as kids, so we all know it. I don't think they have that for football over there. 
they're trying to get more en- enough interest mm. over there to bring yeah. it because you, I I agree with you, Arch. You have to have foreign players involved in it and have the international players. Yeah, and you won't get that until there's youth leagues, and then the youth leagues grow into to bigger leagues, and then they're able yeah. to start coming to college here. And once they and schools over there have to embrace it because they have to play it in schools. Yeah, and right. it has to be funded by usually the but, state because it's a really expensive sport to play. So I think that's a big and insurance. People don't realize insurance is big. Yep. Insurance in America will cover football because they know the culture of it. Insurance yep. over there international, like I ain't, we ain't what the hell? Have you seen the stats on football? We ain't covering football. Hell no. So that's right. another thing too. You got insurance we'll that wants to cover football. Yeah, they'll cover football here because yeah. it's kind of uh, it's it's grandfathered in, if you will, into the culture. But yeah. they won't cover insurance. Won't cover football over there. Yeah, that's no, another and, thing and, too. Yeah. And I think there will be too once you can get to. One of the things internationally for a lot of these players early on in some sports was, well, you can come here and get a free college education and get all that. And so not necessarily in England where they're going to, but other areas that may not have the type of education system set up is where you can start pulling players in from other areas overseas and grow it and then surround where they're at. And that's where you're trying to get areas that don't have free education to come over here to play football in college. You just get super athletic people and try and steal them away from basketball or, or soccer or somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Um, right. I know my um, former teammate with the Giants, O.C. Yumanura, has a project in Africa. Yes, where he they're, does. Uh, yeah, they're yep. cultivating a lot of uh, international players from Africa, and they've done a really good job with it, too. Uh, I know they're trying to get, hell, San Francisco has tried for years to go get uh, the uh, Australian uh, football, uh, yep. the Australian football players, uh, and because it's a very kind of similar skill set, it just really hasn't worked out. I think I think all those points are valid about right. them not having the good the, the international players and uh, stuff that Patrick brought up too about you know you just don't grow up playing it because it's easier to play other sports. Yep. So you gravitate toward those sports that's easier to play. Um, so anyway, the NFL is trying to solve that uh, yeah. mystery. And when they, we talk not, about the salary cap going up every year, they're like, you know, what we need to really grow the salary cap. International dollars. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. Premier League makes more money than us, and we don't like that. Totally agree. That's a great point, too. Um, yeah, trust me, those billionaires, uh, they, they never seem to have enough. Those billionaires Ever. More. That's why they're billionaires. Yep. Uh, I agree 100% God, on that. God bless them. All right, uh, <laughs> Black Friday uh, game, you're going to have Miami at, oh, this is good, at the Jets, November 24th. J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. So Miami at the Jets, that should be high powered if the Jets are as good as we think. Uh, that's your Black uh, Friday game. Uh, you also get. Why are we having a game on Black Friday when college football is supposed to be playing? Well, because the NFL thinks of the sports calendar like a monopoly board, and they want to own all of all the, the best properties, properties baby. Yeah. It ain't enough for them to just own their share of the properties. They you don't have to pay the taxes too. when you get on it. Yeah, that's yeah. why they got the draft. That's why they've made the draft a thing. They've made the schedule release is now a thing. The combine's a thing. The NFL has their months. They're September through February, but they'll come and steal some of March. Steal some of April. Right yeah. now they're stealing some of May. That's what they do. And yeah, they're going to steal Black Friday away from college football. They're like, yeah, I don't need it. Right. Be that Debo. I'm like, you are definitely Debo on people. That's yeah. right. They're taking it all <laughs> hey, from man, they share. They, they only share Sunday with the Lord. And that's it. <laughs> like, all right, God that's why they have, start at 12. Yeah, it's like, all right, <laughs> give God his or God, yes, uh, hers. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, all right, uh, Christmas, speaking of, uh, they also <laughs> on Christmas, they got Las Vegas at Kansas City and they'll have um, the Giants at Philly. 
um, yeah. on December 25th. Uh, you also have uh, New Year's Eve. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah. the sports calendar, like a Monopoly board, they, they want more of it. Uh, Cincinnati at Kansas City, December 31st, right there on New Year's Eve. So they want all the holidays. And they got, the, they got the premier teams playing at that time, too. Oh, yeah, you're going to be watching. Yeah, you're, you're going to definitely be watching. They want you to watching. build your holiday around the NFL. Yeah. Or at least have it on in the background. That They want to make that tradition for all the holidays now. And most of them, because we know they all have their Thanksgiving slate, uh, most, of the, most of them they got covered. No doubt. Uh, Cowboys, real quick. Uh, these are just the leaks for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, and this comes from Blogging the Boys, so I'll give them credit. So, like I said, this could change. Uh, the schedule release actually becomes final when the schedule is unveiled later tonight. But they said... Uh, it was announced that Arizona Cardinals season ticket holders may or may not have had uh, the home schedule leaked to them, and rumor is Dallas will visit them in week three. That's a rumor. Like I said, for rumors. For rumors. Uh, w fans Brandon Tierney has reported that the Cowboys will visit the Giants in week one, Sunday Night Football. That's okay. what he's reporting. Cowboys will host the Washington Commanders on Thanksgiving Day, according to J.P. Finley. That's what he's reporting. Um, there seems to be some scuttlebutt about the Cowboys hosting Aaron Rodgers and the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets in week two. Um, and it also, uh, we talked about the Commanders uh, game for, potentially for the Cowboys in week 18. It's saying the Cowboys will visit the Commanders in week 18, uh, which happens to be uh, the, basically, that was the same thing as last season as well, I believe. Well, and the funny thing about it is, too, it always comes down to that game in that division. Like the last game for the Cowboys, there's always something to play for. There's no taking time off. There's no resting players. You're playing for a seating somewhere every single time. And that, that to me is crazy when you think about it. I don't understand how it happens, but it always comes to that last game, whether it's them playing the Giants, them playing Washington, to see – who is going to win that division? And that division hasn't had consecutive uh, winners since, what, the Eagles? Yeah. In, like, 2000. It was like, man. And everybody like, oh, thinks the Eagles are the ones that are going to are there to to win it again it this like year. like mid to late 2000. Yeah. It's been a long time since they've had consecutive winners in the NFC East, I yeah, believe. Yeah, for so, sure. That bodes well for the Cowboys. Well, All right. At you, least you got a chance at it, right? At least you got a chance. <laughs> Eagles look like the favorite, but hey, man, anything can happen. Uh, all right, what you got coming up for the people in Harsh Knock Life? I want to go back to this cheating scandal that we talked about a couple weeks ago, or last week, actually, with the Alabama uh, story of the coach being on the phone and some in- insider trading, so to speak. Well, there are some other stories that have happened throughout history, and I just want to get y'all's opinion on some of these stories where cheating has been involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some say, some say if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah, but when it comes to money, that's where you start getting in trouble. Yeah, straight cash, homie. <laughs> uh, we'll discuss that when we come back right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104 Nothing Horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, the main event of the evening for your entertainment and pleasure. Mike, you have to be so combative. Now, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folks. But in front of y'all, I'm going to speak my mind. He has emotional anger issue problem. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! 
Welcome back to a new theme Thursday edition of Ball Don't Lie. It's your boy Hardball Hards. You can follow me on Twitter at Hardball Hards. You can follow my man Rob Babers at Rob Babers. And you can follow the man that's in charge of all the themes that we have here on Ball Don't Lie at It's Patrick Davis. We also love it when you're a part of the show. Hit us up on the Specs text line. 512-337-3776. And yesterday we had the conversation uh, about the tooth fairy, right? So we had this conversation about how much money is too much money and how do you establish the money. And we had the poll up yesterday that was about how much, uh, $5 too much or $5 or, or less, mm-hmm. right? And 25%, 26% of the people said they pay $5 or more. So the majority is cheaper than $5. Okay. I so think that's, most, that's good. That's a good rate. So what you got, like six, set with 70, 60, 65? 74% say they get $5 or less. Or the tooth fairy gives uh, $5 I mean, or less. I need more options than two. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I think we go up against all these people. I'm like, do you actually got kids? That's true. <laughs> you actually got kids? You no, you don't. Got kids. Or when your right. kids like my age, you're like, well, yeah, I didn't do it in 1989. Right. Yeah, inflation. Inflation. Yeah. And then I I ran into a friend of mine at the at the hospital today. He was listening to the to the show and he said, Tooth Fairy gave my kids ten dollars a tooth. Ooh. I was like, you a baller. Time hey. We, you, got, man, we, we saw fifteen dollars. Yeah, we did see fifteen. Somebody I said we saw twenty. We yeah. saw like twenty dollars yeah. per tooth. Flat yeah. rate on the spec text line. They got to be excited about losing them teeth. Hey man, that's 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 a good life. You know what? That God bless. God bless that tooth fairy. Exactly. I, right. And for anybody asking, twenty baby teeth, so twenty teeth can fall out. So wow. five dollars, a hundred bucks total. That's not crazy amount. Yes. Yes. But at twenty dollars, that's a crazy amount. That's a crazy wow. amount. Yeah. That's a day job. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely a day job. Oh, I say twenty dollars a tooth. Yes. Yeah. Like I said, man, hey, minimum wage. Hey, well, Times are changing. Minimum wage ain't changing. How long? Times are a changing. <laughs> so so that inflation, inflation. The question was how many the other people were asking how much, how many people were actually in the poll. 85 people voted on that poll. So just so y'all you should know. Have more, y'all should have had. We more options. Had, yeah, because y'all just had $5 or, or, or less. $5 or less, and then, or more. Yeah. And we should have had like $5. 50 cent. I'd have went below. I'd have went to a yeah, fifty cent or a dollar. Maybe a yeah. dollar. Dollar, yeah. five dollars. Hey, does it jingle? 10. Does it jingle? Does it jingle? My kids are looking for jingle? the ones yeah. that are folding. <laughs> We're looking for my kids are looking for the ones that fold, not the ones that jingle. Because it is about when you grew up and your upbringing. Because yeah. I got change. I just got a quarter. Right. So I think it's about we should ask like when you were growing up or when with your kids, uh what's the two fairy deal? Yeah, we like it's that. Rate. We like, like that. that. All right. So here we go. I wanted to talk about this because we talked about it last week where the Alabama head coach was fired baseball coach. What not Nick Saban guys, not Nick Saban. <laughs> uh the Alabama baseball coach was fired. Brad Bo- Bohannon was fired from his job for allegedly Given some inside information to someone who made a large wager on uh, a baseball game involving Alabama baseball, and it's been multiple times. So uh, they re- they removed bets for Alabama, and I talked to you about this before, Rod. Not a lot of people bet on college baseball. It's just too hard to to handicap, and most of the time it's money line, and that's where you go because you don't know the differential, you don't know what the kids are doing. It's 
starting pitching, all kinds of different things that are involved in this game. Well, Monday there was an announcement that was made that Iowa and Iowa State are looking into online gambling uh, situation involving at least 41 combined members across multiple sports. Mm. A lot of craziness is going on in this. So uh, the Athletic wrote an article going back into scandals that have happened throughout the years. And I thought it was interesting because you start looking at the sports, and obviously we've talked about baseball just here recently, but you know it's happened in football. You've heard it happening in basketball, hockey. There's so many different levels to it, but each one of them have been notable. So we'll start in 1945, the Brooklyn Five. The Brooklyn Five, what happened was uh, five Brooklyn men's basketball players accepted $1,000 to intentionally lose a game against mm, Akron. Yeah. You, you start looking at that, and it just all depends on who's on the other side of that wager, right? So I'll give you $1,000 if you make sure you lose where I win Mm $150,000. So there's always that type of story. But no player was arrested. The game wasn't played. The two gambling ringleaders were put in jail. The ones that went to them and said, hey, guys, I need you to lose this game, give you this money, boom, boom, boom. Well, those guys that were behind it got put in jail. Then you look at the night from 1947 to 1951, men's basketball point shaving. 33 players across seven schools were found to be involved when, in point shaving over Man. 86 games. Wow. So you're in college. You're trying to make a little money. You're trying to figure it out. Well, nobody's going to be paying attention to that. Hey, Big Brother is always watching. Mm. There's somebody always watching. How did that get uncovered? Well, they went on. Seven players were on the 1949 to 1950 City College of New York. It seems like all this stuff happens in New York. Mm. Uh, City College of New York men's basketball team, which won the 1950 NCAA tournament and the NIT. Okay. The only double in the, in the history of basketball in 51, Manhattan College uh, center Junius Kellogg was approached by a former Manhattan player and offered $1,000 to fix a game by losing by five or six points. He refused to do that, and he told his coach. Yeah, okay. And the coach went to the police. He later was Yep, we, that was with the beginning of the whistleblowing. Mm. And as a result, 32 players were arrested in the scandal that touched Long Island University, CC New York, Kentucky, New York University, Bradley, Manhattan, and Toledo. Man. Another player was at Columbia. He was connected to the scandal as well. That's got to be the the most widespread. It's got to be. It's huh? got to be. There's I no mean, way you can't get yeah. widespread than that. That's exactly. Crazy. And then you go from 1956 to 1961, men's basketball point shaving scandal, the Molinas who were part of who escaped the 1951 scandal <laughs> became the number 3 pick overall in the NBA draft, but he was suspended during his rookie season for gambling on basketball games. Man. I mean, just, I mean, sometimes it just be calling you. It just be <laughs> calling you. So, Florida basketball Florida football player uh John McBeth was approached with the bribe and told his coach as well. Hmm. So, what's been happening, you've been getting some whistleblowing back mm-hmm. in the day. So, during that time, 37 players were arrested during that time, including Columbia, UConn, NC State, wow, St. John's, and more. The future NFL commissioner, commissioner Paul Taliabu, hmm. unknowingly played in a fixed basketball game while at Georgetown, which reportedly How inspired him. That? Right. 
which inspired him with his tough stance on gambling in the NFL when he became an executive. Hmm. So there, there's another part of that when you go back into it. 1978 and 79, and a friend of mine told me about this one, but it's also a Boston College scandal. I think Bucky might have been in college at that time, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Uh-oh. He might have been a part of that. Uh-oh. Yeah, Henry Hill. I think Bucky has talked about this. Yeah, I think he has talked about this. Yeah, Henry time. Hill, a mobster, was arrested in 1980 on a drug trafficking charges. He revealed a point-shaving scheme in exchange for his immunity. Yeah, the Goodfellas that, guy, right? That's exactly yeah, what it is. And by the way, Henry Hill came and talked to me, well, not me, the group uh, during spring training one time about the story. That's so cool. Yeah, he gave up, came up, and everybody's just sitting there looking at him like, bro, really, you did this? And, yeah, that, and now you're a watch, snitch. Did y'all go watch Goodfellas before or after? I had watched it after. Okay. Because I I like, you couldn't piece it together, and then all of a sudden you see Goodfellas. <laughs> I'm like, I talked to that guy. I talked to that guy. Well, That's I didn't get a chance to actually talk to him, but. I got a chance to hear his story, hmm. and it was really interesting after That's, that. That is cool. 1985, Tulane, it's all basketball. Tulane's men's basketball. Uh, three students recruited five players to shave points in two games against Southern Miss and, Miss, and Memphis State. A week <clears throat> after the season, rumors were out there talking about the fixed spread. A local attorney investigated and told District Attorney Harry Connick Whose father, mm, whose son, yep. Harry Connick Jr., yep. uh, just jumped on the case, and then he ended up getting a bunch of these guys arrested. And by the way, guess who was the football coach at Tulane during that time? New football coach Mac Brown, Brown was installed as the athletic director Shout out. because the athletic director Hendon Wall resigned. Because of the controversy. He grew for tea because that of the is, controversy. It's small world. A very small that is world. Wild. That's crazy. And then in nineteen ninety four, we heard about that too, where Arizona State's men's basketball, again, basketball is involved in this, gets you out of there. You start looking at these stories and they didn't cover to make sure that they didn't cover a spread in four games at the end of the nineteen ninety three, nineteen ninety four season. The guys' names were Steven Smith and Isaac Burton. Smith reportedly owed some money to a foot for his football gambling debts, and Smith received twenty thousand dollars, ten thousand in cash, and ten thousand in debt swiped away. Mm-hmm. There you go. So that's why he decided, you know what? I owe this man a hundred grand. I'm gonna get this money off. Get this money. And then it ended up happening, and that's wow. when the the uh, Nevada Gaming Board and the FBI were part of the suspicious wagers. Man. They ended up pleading guilty on conspiracy charges. They were sentenced. One uh, Smith was sentenced to one year and one day in prison, while Burton got two months. So it's just unbelievable how this all happened. Northwestern had the same thing happen with them. That is Maryland football and basketball in oh. 1995. Okay, a handful of players. Uh, Came a, a handful of players across both sports, uh, included record-breaking quarterback Scott Milianovic, who was re- reported play six bets totaling two hundred dollars. None of the bets were on Maryland games, though. None of those mm-hmm. were on the game. Five players were suspended, including the quarterback who received an eight-game suspension. Was later later reduced to four. He considered entering the NFL supplemental draft. But he stayed at Maryland for his senior season. Okay, 1996, Boston College football again. I mean, yeah. you would think Boston that College, they would man. understand that mm. y'all already got a red flag. They got a history, man. They got a history of this. Upwards of 25 to 30 players bet on various sports 
through a sport a student sports bookie who was on the golf team. A student sports bookie <laughs> is the first one of a student sports bookie. I, I think so. Wow. I think this kid was on on the campus being the bookie. Oh, somebody should make a movie about that. They I probably that was have. Cool, I they think. probably already did it. They probably have done that. And uh, they said two players bet on Boston College to lose October game against Syracuse, though neither player uh, had a role in the loss. Rumors of gambling spread amongst the team, leading to an investigation. Thirteen players were suspended. By the next season, Hmm. five were reinstated, four graduated, and three had their scholarships revoked. Wow. And Dan Henning was the the coach during that time. And then Tom O'Brien came over to take over the coaching staff at uh, Boston College. And the last one that I'm going to give you, because there are so many, uh, in 2014, UTEP dismissed the three men's basketball players for gambling on athletic events, though there was no evidence of point shaving or betting on their own games. They got let go. 2017, five Richmond baseball players, Richmond Spiders, mm-hmm. were suspended for sports betting. No evidence of point shaving or oh. game fixing, and they were later reinstated. That the, was that the first baseball one? Yeah, that was the first baseball one that I had seen okay. during this time. And now baseball is the main reason why everybody's getting investigated right now. Well, how many uh, of these uh, gambling incidents did you did you think total? Just guesstimating well, do you think they've had total in the history of the NCAA? Ooh, in the history of the NCAA, so I think there's more. I think, there, I think there's wow. way more than we even can I, even conceive I don't think right I now. realized they were that frequent. Yes. In history. I think I mean, I remember the big some of the big ones being referenced, obviously most of those before my time. Right. I don't think I realized they, they were that uh, frequent and honestly, I think it, I think there's more than we can even understand. I think these are some of the bigger stories because of it, yeah. and I think now because there's so much gambling that is being placed on athletes, it, and you like we talked about yeah. last week, you got casinos in stadiums. It's too accessible. And you it's got sportsbook in, in stadiums yeah. where you can walk in and place a bet during the game. You can do it on your phone. Yeah. You can be at the game in placing bets. And there's so. no longer a negative stigma on gambling like it once was. It's no longer in the shadows. Right. So that makes it and it's like tougher for the guys. There's no negative stigma gals. of Sean Payton taking a bong rip. How many you know how saying? many no, that's a good point. How you many know? uh female sports? None. I've wow. not seen any of those. Because it's just because I mean it's probably hadn't been reported. You it, know what I'm saying? That that I'm they wondering. they haven't done that type of investigation. Come on, come on ladies. I know yeah. hey, hey. Y'all can do anything. Don't mean it do. ain't happened. They can do anything. Don't mean it. Don't mean it ain't happened. I need to get that money <laughs> <laughs> for no, sure. Look, I, I tell you what, this. I, I, my prediction is with the if if women's basketball continues on this pace, and right now LSU in the transfer market uh, with the LSU women's basketball team, man, they are. They are cleaning up oh, in the transfer market. Oh, for sure. They're going to be a monster next year. But anyway, Again. I digress. If women's basketball continues to replicate those kind of numbers they did for last year's championship game, or at least the last season's championship game, uh, people going to start betting on it. Or oh, at least, for sure. Oh, you'll be a, there'll be a scandal. Like you said, people are doing it right now. People are it just, doing they just it. They ain't even caught. Right. Yeah. And they ain't even talking about exactly. it Exactly. There'll be enough of it done yep. that somebody will get caught. Yeah, and it. I would say a lot of these scandals that happened – in the past, there wasn't probably lines on women's sports as much, yeah. like pre-Title IX and all that that's stuff. True. Oh, yeah, that's There a probably great wasn't point. as many lines on 
when you're like, I gotta go to my bookie. Your bookie wasn't like, what you think is gonna happen? Them UConn <laughs> ladies, man, yeah. they 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 go mash. No doubt, no doubt. If I you love want- that uh, Patrick's bookie is kind of weird, and crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like his old crack or something. Like, what you gonna do, man? Yeah, if you want to find out more, you can go to theathletic.com and look at uh, the story by Chris Vanini. He did a great job of breaking all this down. There's so many stories that are out there, and there's probably more stories that we don't know about because so, it is true that they are all out there. I like this texture. Y'all know ladies too slick to get caught up like that. There they go. <laughs> there they go. It do seem that's true. Yeah. That is true. Oh man. All right, good stuff there for Harsh Knock Life. We come back. This is a weird story, but also a sad story about one of the greatest athletes in the history of American sports. Right here on Ball Don't Lie on Wonderful Down the Horn. D.D. Mega Doodoo, I'm sorry, Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Delhi Cat Essen. Well, well, I don't get a brain bag comb. Congratulations. Continue good sex in the sex in the Big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Time for another Off the Record. Uh, This audio comes from um, a radio interview uh, that was done at WJOX, WJOX, I believe. Uh, They're in Birmingham, Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And they they had Bo Jackson on, the great Bo Jackson on, one of the greatest athletes. I think that's my guy, Lance Taylor. I think that you, was Lance you, with the next round. You might be right about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, you could be right about that. Yeah. Um, well, Bo Jackson was on there, and he revealed something that is troubling, also very strange, uh, about a medical condition he's dealing with. I've had the hiccup since last July, and I'm getting the medical procedure done the end of this week, I think, to try to remedy it. But I'm busy at the hospital sitting up with doctors poking me and shining lights down my throat and you probing me every way they can to uh, find out why I got these hiccups. So that's the only reason that I wasn't there. Have we figured it out? Hell no. <laughs> I have done everything. It scare me. Drink water upside down. Smell the ass of a porcupine. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> yes. the, the remedy or having hiccups that long. Either one. Yes. So. I'm serious, man. <laughs> Okay, gentlemen, hiccups for damn near a year. Like I said, at first you're like, oh, man, that's kind of wild. And then you realize that sounds like a nightmare. It sounds awful. It sounds awful. And don't forget, Bo has a a stuttering problem, too. Don't Ah, forget. Speech impediment. Yeah, he does Mm. have that where he has to. He has to take his time to when he speaks a little bit. I didn't realize that. And so put that on top of the hiccups, too. Oh, My man yeah. is going through it. That yeah, is, that's wild. I, that's, like I said, it sounds awful. I'm sure there's a medical terminology for it. Didn't he that, say he's been to every doctor? He's been seen by everyone. They're trying to. It's, it's a I remember procedure. back in the day, everybody used to talk about scaring people. You scare him? Yeah, I, I scare the hiccups out of you. My favorite hiccup uh, kind of remedy, home remedy, is and I, I have to chug something that's carbonated. Oh, and then okay. I can get a good burp, and then I can get rid of it. Then it clears it up for then you? Then it clears it up for So if it's a Coke or, hell, sometimes a beer works, whatever. Um, I, I got to chug it. No, I got to chug it. And then if wow. I chug it, boom, okay. I'm good. But, man, that's crazy. Yeah. I can't even. I've had it for a couple of days. I had it for, for like three days. It's like the longest I've had hiccups. I had it for three days, and that freaked me out. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't like hiccups. Yeah, I don't think I've had it for that. Yeah, had him for a long I, time. I've not had him a lot. Not going wood. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, and it's, it's strangely enough, I wasn't on air at the time. It was actually during the time I got I got let go. So it was perfect. I mean, I had to be perfect for you because it would have been a rough show. Uh, yeah, it bro. was. It was like every time, like when I, before I came over here, and I had hiccups for like three days. I don't know if it was psychosomatic. I have no idea what was going on. Time but it was like, let me ask you this: If you had the option of you would have hiccups for a full year to have the natural born ability of Bo Jackson. Would oh. you just take the Higgins for a year? You'd yes. just be like, yeah. No doubt. I'd be one of the greatest athletes to ever live. Yeah, because I'll get a contract for that year. Yeah. And then I'll get rid of it. Make sure I get some guaranteed money in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get rid of hiccups. And I'll be like, I got my guaranteed money. I'll give it yeah. a hell. Yeah. You're right about that. Because I just sent um, Harge a video of Bo Jackson admitting his fastest 40 time was a 4 1 3. Yeah. <laughs> and there were yeah. NFL scouts there to witness the 4 1 3 that he, went, he ran. Yeah, man, I so, sent I sent that straight to my son mm-hmm. because we were talking about. It. I was oh, trying to make man. him understand how great of an athlete Bo Jackson truly, truly was. Whether it was on the football field or the baseball field, and of course, you just talked about it. He ran track he too, ran track, and he can really he pick can, him up and put him down. It's the guy that size. Yeah, I still don't know. I mean, we I know now we've seen some freaks, but even in this day and age, he would still be one of the top freaks among all the freaks. Yeah, yeah. He really would be like he still had to, he would blow the combine he would win the combine today yeah which but is crazy Nick to say. Saban would have made him play linebacker <laughs> yeah yeah ah, that's fair that's fair he probably would have transferred he probably would have transferred he would have been <laughs> in the portal because the money would have been there what? the you know money would have been there even more him. even more than what it was then because Bo knows because Bo knows <laughs> dollar dollar bills yeah, y'all exactly. <laughs> uh, all right we'll come back we'll get into NBA uh, review the Warriors and the Knicks keep hope alive uh, we'll also uh, preview game tonight the Nuggets and the Suns Celtics and the 76ers all that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie I want to afford the horn